Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Influencers Podcast. Geneva and Abel here today, and we have a special guest from, uh, I guess you could say I met her through Instagram. I've been following her, actually, from Dime361, and she has quite a bit of a following. Her name is Samantha, and she runs a local collective. Uh, Samantha, you want to say hi to our listeners? Hello. Um, so I'm sure you guys are have not, if you haven't followed her, um, or are you not following her again, she runs a local collective, and I've been following you through Dime361, and really because of the Instagram aesthetic, I'm all about like Instagram aesthetics, and that's such a hard thing to do, and you do it very well, and it's very eye-catching, so I followed you before I even knew exactly what you were doing. So awesome. just I, I hear that a lot, <laughs> that people are like, what are you? And I'm like, whatever you want me to be. And I'm glad you like the aesthetic because the aesthetic when I first started was not the best. Um, so that means a lot. Thank you. I'm trying. It's hard. Uh, people don't realize it's hard to get like consistent background. And we stumbled over at Dying 361. We stumbled for, we've only been launching July and we stumbled at the beginning, um, kind of just posting whatever. And then we were like, okay, we're, we're a foodie blog. We have to stick to food. Like we can't like post just random things, you know? So, um, so yeah, it's a hard thing to do, but yeah, just kind of starting to pat on, pat on your back right away. So Dude, yes. for our listeners, can you just tell us what is El Local Collective? Some people have called it a blog. Um, others look at it like a shop. The way I see it, it's kind of both. And what I'm doing is providing a platform to local artists, creatives, and businesses to sort of promote what it is that they're doing. Um, basically, whatever it is that people here in the Corpus Christi area love, I love because I just love when people are out there pushing whatever it is that they do. So on a weekly basis on Mondays, an interview comes out where I speak to an artist. This can be a photographer, someone doing embroidery, whatever you can think of. Um, I've got an artsy wire who does wire sculptures. And really, we just kind of get to understand, you know, more about where they're from and what they do. And then I also um, give them the opportunity to sell their products within our shop. I appraise their work if they don't already have pricing. I collect it. I sell it, ship it, package it, handle it, sell it at pop-ups. I just really do try to promote those creatives works. And then on Fridays, I come out with a business, a small business owner's interview, or maybe a college student working on some project, maybe um, a musician or an artist, and kind of explain more about what it is that they're doing. That's what I've been doing consistently. I want to say since October, but I officially launched in June, I want to say, in June, mid-June. Okay, awesome. So, um, um, what made you want to start um, your business? Forever, for the longest time, I've always been a huge supporter of people doing what it is that they love to do or value, or even just trying to go out there and explore a new venture. Uh, my mom, she started a lot of different small side gigs here and there. She would uh, do baked goods at one point. She had a little setup at like a little fiesta at one point and stuff like that I thought was really cool. Uh, my co-workers, for whatever reason, this 
I want to say two years ago, whenever I did have my job, um, a lot of them had online stores, podcasts, other stuff like that. So I would listen, I would like, I would follow, I would buy. And I just have always made an effort to support people doing things. Earlier this year, I uh, wasn't happy with my job. I wasn't happy with a lot of things in life. And I decided I wanted to go out and try to push uh, something I actually believed in. Only I didn't know what I wanted to do. I did know that I wanted to do things in sales and marketing, but I didn't know, you know, what I wanted to sell. And I thought, you know, selling something like watches or vanity mirrors just wasn't something I cared about. So instead, I hit up a friend who had already done prints before and said, hey, can I sell your photography? Um, I'm just going to try to push it for you if that's cool. And he said, go for it. And as I was building the website, I was like, I can do this for a lot of people. Why don't I do that? And that's kind of how El Local came to be. That's wow. awesome. And so kind of um, in different ways, we are kind of trying to do the same thing. Um, it's funny that I, my mission is to like, it's just really, I want to talk to people and have conversations with people who run small businesses and highlight all of those people, the creatives in, in the coastal bend, because I'm just interested in people and their stories. And um, so, uh, yeah, and so it's just like exciting to see everyone. It seems everyone is that I've talked to, all the creatives. It's funny because like we were chatting before we actually hit record. And um, before Dime 361, everything I did from podcasting was like um, via the internet, like Twitterverse. And so all my co-hosts have been from other countries or other cities, major cities. And so I never realized that right under my nose here in Corpus Christi, we have all these like creatives and people who love doing what I do. And all I had to do was open my eyes. And so that's kind of why I started the local influencers was because I was working with Marissa at Dine361 and I'm meeting all these restaurant owners and cafe owners and they're so passionate and creative. I'm like, there has to be other small business owners, like, um, you know, people I've already interviewed, um, people who own like fashion pop-up shops. I've owned interviewed people like nail artists and nail salons. And um, it's just, it's just amazing the talent that we have here. And so I appreciate that you are in this, in, in a way doing kind of what we're doing, but you're making a business out of it. And that's, that in its own is a very um, unique and kind of cool thing. So yeah, awesome job. Thank you. Same for you. I see your passion for it. Um, I think that people's stories are so important. I'm like you. I want to get to know people's stories. I think, you know, the more that we share what it is that we're doing, the more other people are going to be encouraged to do what it is that they want to do. So I appreciate that. Seriously. Yeah. And I think that for us to show the younger generations of Corpus that Growing up, we were always like, oh, Corpus has nothing to do. I think that us showing, doing stuff like this is showing the younger generations, like, man, there's so much here. You just yes. got to look for it. Yes, you know? I've heard that so much. People's talking about the youth. That This is a topic I can probably talk about all day, but I will not. I will spare you. But getting young people excited about Corpus is something that I feel like we are barely starting to do. It's something we barely started to do maybe pre-COVID before I even you know, moved back here because I had left. Um, and whenever I moved back here, um, I was pleased to see the welcoming environment that I had remembered when I was gone. 
on. But in order for Corpus to grow, we've got to encourage our young people to want to stay here. And we've got to do that by creating platforms like the local influencers, which you've created. Again, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for that. So, uh, Logo, how did you come up with the name? Because, <laughs> because, you know, like breaking it down, it's like El Loco Collective. And then I'm like, it's it's cool because it kind of sounds like, I don't know, it kind of just sounds like nice and fancy. And it sounds, you know, it sounds really cool. Like, how did you come up with that name? Oh, I'm glad you think so. Uh, honestly, I was just like, okay, I want to put some culture in it, right? Um, Corpus Christi is very traditional, very cultured and diverse. So I was like, what can I do that uh, is simple enough for people to get, even if they maybe don't speak Spanish? I was like, oh, I'll just do EL. Sure, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I knew I wanted it to be something like local. And then, of course, we are a collective, a community. So I just kind of threw words around together that stood for community and that's what I came up with. Well how how do you go about finding your artists to feature? Do you go and kind of research them on Instagram? Is it word of mouth? Is it referrals? Uh, what would you little, say is the biggest thing? Sorry it's a little bit of everything. Um, at first when I first started pre-launch I reached out to 300 people through email not all artists some businesses as well because I wanted people to join the directory I got maybe 25 to 35 people to join and I was like man this is hard work this is gonna be hard work uh, but once I started posting more content at least no, I wouldn't say more content I would say better content and consistently um it started with my friend and then I actually had just uh I want to say I sort of found the other people the other people sort of found me I did a contest and I featured somebody through a contest um one person did reach out to me and so I reached back out to them a few people it's through recommendation people say oh you know so and so has this going on and I'm like okay great let's go speak to them and then other people will come to me and I'll say, okay, well, let's go. So I've got some people coming to me, some people I go through, um, go to through recommendation. Usually those are the two main ways right now, but it's sort of just grown and spiraled. Awesome. Um, let's see. Geneva, do you have any follow-up questions so far before I move on? Um, so your directory, because I saw it on your website. So that's just mostly like local businesses that are kind of in support of what you're doing right so that's just people who maybe want to put a little blurb up um, show what it is that they're doing what they've got I consider those members because they've been here through the beginning and sort of have just supported or believed in what it is that I'm doing and uh, I've made some real connections through those people I don't promote them as often as I promote the artist uh, but that's pretty much what that is. There are also artists and people who sew and do other commission work in the directory as well. That's cool. Thank you. Uh, right, if I could add to that, I initially when I started a local collective didn't exactly know what I wanted it to be which is maybe why Abel you also didn't know when you first started following um, because I was just all over the place. Initially one of the ideas was to meet with businesses, discover the um, 
maybe I wouldn't say flaws, but the struggles of business owners and find ways collectively to try to fix those issues by getting together and collaborating by maybe having events or what have you and then also connecting those businesses to artists and hosting art in these businesses or hosting other small online businesses in these businesses and that's something that eventually I do want to implement. But that's kind of why a directory even exists to begin with, to be honest. Awesome. So let's see. The I'm looking at your website now, and I I appreciate the like the simpleness of it. It's like it's very eye appealing, and then at the same time, it's very simple. It's like you know, local collective shop and blog. Like I love that menu because like I hate when you go somewhere and it's like a hundred different options to choose from. And I'm like, wait, I, I don't, what am I looking for? You I know, think I, last I, month that was me. So oh, no. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I hated looking at it. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, sometimes it's just like a lot. Um, what, how did you, how did you know? Okay. So I'm going to have a blog, I'm going to have a shop and then I'm going to feature locals. How did you kind of narrow it down to that? Is was it? I guess you said that a few months ago that was you. So was it a trial and error? Um, was it did you get back from people, or did you sit down one day and look at it and be like, "What the hell am I doing?" You said it perfectly, trial and error. That's what a local collective has been from the start. You know, there's so many, and that's what a lot of small businesses are from the start. It's just trial and error. It's all a learning experience. People have expectations of what it is that they want it to be, and then it ends up being something totally different, and you just kind of have to roll uh, with the punches, go with the flow, and make it uh, what it what it is. So I am defining what a local collective is every day. And part of that was cutting out um, all of the extra work I had to do that wasn't adding any value. So I used to post a ridiculous amount of content, probably around August or September, just because I was like, I need people to look at the page and figure out what I'm doing. Um, and, and it was a mess and I've deleted all those notes <laughs> because it was ridiculous. And, you know, I looked at my website and I said, oh God, I'm doing the same thing here. Like I've got to simplify it. And so a local has just been constantly trying to simplify while doing like so much what is the what would you say is the number one and doing all of the your interviews and stuff what would you say is one of the common factors that a lot of local artists have they don't believe you that their work is good enough to sell they're like what to me are you serious and i'm like yeah dude <laughs> Like, what do you mean? Yes, let's do this. Um, and then, like, one of my, like, uh, Olivia, she came out, well, in, I want to say, December, November, um, sold out, like, the, the week, you know, she came out. Um, people, people do like other people's stuff. It's just not everybody uh, believes that their stuff is worth sharing. I think I make it easier because I'm like, I believe in you. I want to share your stuff. You're not self-promoting. I'm promoting you. Let me love you. Um, but that's something I do come across with artists. And that's not to say Olivia didn't think her art would sell. I'm just saying a lot of artists um, do kind of think like, are you sure? Like, why me? And that's been a, that's been a struggle too um, in finding artists sometimes. 
because they're like, hold on, wait a minute, what? At least that's how it was a few months ago. But now people are more, now people are, are more open uh, to, to, to putting themselves out there. And that's exactly what I wanted. And I'm so glad that that's happened. Yeah, I think that's, I, I kind of, I kind of agree with that. It's very hard uh, as a creative, like, um, you know, I told you I do podcasts, but I also have, I'm a, I'm a writer. So I've had three books published and doing publishing books and it's kind of its own artistry. And it's, I think that you like pricing a book is for instance, is like one of those things is like, well, I don't want to charge too much for it. And I don't want to charge not enough for it and should I give my friends that free book and then but it's like really your friends and family artists I think as an artist we need to sit back and think our friends and family should be the ones that are paying the most because they're the ones that should be the ones that believe in you the most yes yes I feel like your, you know your friends and family and just the fellow creators that are listening to this and artists that are afraid to price yourself and to um, make a living off of it, um, which I am not right now in any way, but I'm just saying don't ever doubt yourself. And I think that to know the people just need, you need to know that someone, if it's not someone you know, maybe someone they know will appreciate your work and they're going to be like, oh my God, you know, that is a piece of art and that is, you know, or that is the book I want to read or that is the song I want to listen to. And people are going to pay for it. You know, yeah. so I think that that's just, you know, kind of giving people, um, you know, just a little advice, I guess you could say, because it's interesting that you say that a lot of people, that that is a lot of um, people's like worries, I guess you could say, or like their thing in common. Right. I thought, you know, a worry would be like, oh, I don't trust you with my art. I don't want to like give you my original pieces, especially if I'm pricing them high. No, people are so trustworthy. They're like, okay, here you go. Like, I'm like, great. I'm glad you, you feel you can trust me with your work. And I do handle it as well as I can. Um, nothing bad has happened yet. That's knocking on wood. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's themselves yeah awesome so um before we wrap up is there anything that you want people to know about the l a local collective i mean i know they can find you on instagram l at l local collective um you have your website which is also linked on your instagram very easy to find and navigate um but is there anything that you want people to know um specifically about you maybe or about how if they're a local artist and they want to be featured what they need to do to get a hold of you yeah, just DM me on Instagram or email me. I'm super easy to talk to. I know a few people have came up during pop-ups or markets. Please follow up with me with an email because I will totally not know how to reach you um, later, whether you've joined our directory or not. Um, so please reach out to me through email. You can find that on my website or again, DM me through Instagram um, and I will make the time. I struggled for a really 
really long time, um, really being myself and being open and vulnerable. And I'm trying every day to be uh, more of who I really feel like it is that I am. And I'm hoping that a local collective will help others uh, be who they really are and embrace themselves. So that's kind of what a local is. Please join if that's something that you do already or something you want to do. You don't have to have a business to join our members list and uh, the join page is on there. But good things are coming, big things are coming. Hopefully, fingers crossed, all goes well. Thank you so much for everything and thank you for talking with me, Abel and Geneva. Yeah, for sure. This episode, um, we're kind of in the past, but recording for the future. Um, so got you guys listening to this happy new year. Well, happy 2021. We made it through 2020, the year Woo! of hell. Yes, <laughs> happy new year. <laughs> you made it guys. And as uh, Samantha said, um, I think we all have some really big plans <clears throat> for 2021. I know over at Dime 361, we have a lot of exciting things happening. Um, and here at the local influencers, um, there may be some opportunities and stuff, ways to grow. And I'm very excited for all, all of our futures. And um, thank you, Samantha, for being with us today. Geneva, my dear friend, thank you for hopping on another episode with me. Of course, of course. And Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you guys for listening to the local influencers. And we will talk to you guys again next week. <laughs>